Listening to the Barracks Podcast by Kirsten Aho and Amanda Keene. I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in the night. The views, comments, statements, and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the official position of the Salvation Army. <laughs> that lady. It's our favorite. That recording in progress statement is Amanda's favorite part of the episode. Every episode. That's the only reason. Amanda is always like just waiting for it. Silently waiting. Not giving no, any I'm not waiting that long. It's at the very beginning. Yet. It's literally the first thing that happens. But like before that, when we're on the call, but we're not recording yet, Amanda's just on the edge of her seat. (laughs) Violently. Violently? No, silently. I said violently. (laughs) I'm like, what does violently at the edge of my seat look like? Violently waiting. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) violently. That's probably that's more creative than what I said. We can go with that. Let's we'll work on a poem. Hey, all you poets out there, that's your prompt. Um, I want you to write about violently waiting. Violently waiting. That could actually be pretty good. I think it describes some current events in the world right now. Some violent waiting. All right. Moving forward. Moving forward. (laughs) Let's skip right past that part. Oh, my gosh. This is, you know, this is what I've come to realize. Too early in the morning when we're recording, not good. No energy. No, no. Like, I'm basically, I look like I'm dead. But you can't see that. Only Kiri gets to see that. But, like, it's just, we don't know what's coming out of our mouths. And then apparently past 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. Central or Eastern is also bad. So 7 Um, p.m. Central after 7 p.m. Central. (laughs) So we really have like a two hour window. Um, Come on. That's more than it's it's like if we're generous, I'd say we have a six hour window, which happens to be when some of us are working. We need to live in time zones where my early morning is your late night. No, I don't want to be up late either. I'm not saying I like to be up late. I'm okay, saying it's your post 7 p.m. Okay. This is late for Kiri. This, this is late night right now. This is late night. Uh, late night comedians don't get on till like 11 though, right? Yeah, Some that's true. Point. I don't know. I don't watch late night comedians. Who? Or and not late night, anyways. Just during the day on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody watch those at all anymore? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> An oh. identical response. I don't, I don't know. But you know what is on during the day? 
General Judge, Hospital. Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Judy. Maury Povich. Right. The days of our lives. Uh, Dr. Phil. And let me tell you, things get pretty violent on the Dr. Phil show. Amanda, don't you have a job? <laughs> you, I, I actually don't work ever. <laughs> um, Wait, hold on. Does your core have cable? <laughs> No, but my core has Netflix. And yes, I was watching Ozark um, while I was on break day. <laughs> and the core did not on get break. struck with lightning. So when I was uh, working at camp as a as a youth, uh, we would have lots of time downtime to uh, wait in between camps. And friends and I used to always just like I got really into movies that summer and so I torrented a thousand movies and then I was just like sitting in the chapel watching Pulp Fiction <laughs> on the big screen <laughs> not on the big screen just I'm man oh. if I if only if yeah. only no, I watched like so many taboo rated R movies in that chapel <laughs> Pulp, Pulp Fiction isn't Christopher Walken in that one yeah that's the one where he hides the the watch up his butt and he does that <laughs> seen this movie but i think i really yeah. didn't watch it i must i only remember the lady was saying something about she wants a pot belly <laughs> is that pulp fiction a pot, a pot, a pot, that's pot what you belly. remember like oh, oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the only part i remember <laughs> wow there is a lot of crazier so you, parts so you must not be paying attention that's the main thing in that movie I think it's the primary plot point is that this is this woman's search for a pot belly. Uh, I'm glad this isn't a movie review podcast. So we're going to give you listeners a few moments to guess whose voice is with us because we have not said yet. Well, okay, so we've got Amanda. <laughs> got Amanda. We've got Kiri. And then we have one more mystery person. Guest. Mystery guest. Okay. Let's just not You're say. T- <laughs> what? What? Let's just not say. <laughs> okay. Well, we will introduce our friend. Drum roll. Please, Zane and search. See, this is the kind of editing that that we keep thinking Zane's gonna do, and he he does it sometimes. When got it, so you have to write down the 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 time marks so that he knows where to jump to. Oh, that's oh, that's what we haven't been doing. Mm. I see, I see now. Except for why didn't he tell us that? Okay, Zane, you're gonna start getting a list. Okay, well. Drum roll, please. We've got Caleb Allen with us, everyone. Insert Yay. clap reel. <laughs> Welcome, Caleb, hey, to our podcast. What a treat. It is a treat. <laughs> you were one of the first people that we thought of when we were thinking of who we wanted to interview for this series. And part of that, at least for me, and Kiri can um, kind of jump in, is that you are one of the most 
like transparent and authentic and just you people like that. I know, you know, you just are you. And that is a a really cool thing and a refreshing thing in a world society, culture, whatever. um, That just really isn't a lot of time. So I'm excited to have you on the show and uh, I'm excited to kind of dive in. Kiri, you have anything? Actually, this one, I'm not going to ask you because it's too late. Why am I even asking? <laughs> yeah. Well, All of our listeners just, like, know. Do you is... anything? <laughs> maybe anything. My, I think one time my sister maybe babysat Caleb. This is true. What? Was really? it really? How did that go? I think was it was it a, a few times. I think she was my babysitter oh. multiple times. Wait, one time I was the, ba- I became a babysitter. You babysat Caleb? She became a babysitter. (laughs) Oh, so that was just a general statement? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No, I was like, one time, I think I was supposed to babysit. And I did. (laughs) Are you talking about in general or Caleb? What is happening? Well, I don't think it was actually Caleb I was supposed to be babysitting. I think it was Annie, but oh, Caleb yeah. was there. I was probably there and <laughs> eight years older, so <laughs> not requiring a babysitter in the same way at all. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I, and I really don't remember doing anything. So I, like, I think I went into the house. <laughs> That's a good first step. Not this is why I'm. I don't have a career in babysitting or childcare. Because you get <laughs> your out of your like process. You're like, all right, step one. <laughs> I guess go in the house. Enter enter home. <laughs> step two. Uh, watch wow. TV. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> that's what people do when they babysit, right? You just sit there and watch TV. You just happen to be in the house with the children. Yeah. I'm never asking you to babysit if I ever have children, which is probably not going to happen. But yeah, we talked about that, Amanda. You, you, oh, we're not talking about Amanda today. No, no, we're not. Let's not talk about <laughs> not talking about Amanda. I came here to talk about children. Amanda. No, okay. No. All Enough right. People talk about me. The tables have suddenly turned. Okay. Kiri and I have a new podcast. It's called We're What's Interviewing. What's the name? Surprise Interview. <laughs> The premise is one of us sets up a long, a long term <laughs> podcast with another partner over the course of years, and then we invite the other on, and then we get to surprise <laughs> our our co host with an interview. This is this is nuts. What is happening right now? So Amanda, are you planning I'm to have, have children? <laughs> um no and moving on let's say (laughs) let's go into our first question Uh, um sorry you know (laughs) because no it's okay this has been so far this series i think will probably be a roller coaster for everybody listening and for those of us hosting on the the roller coaster for those of us on the roller coaster, it has been a roller coaster. Um. <laughs> uh, poets out there, that's your second prompt. 
Which part? The part about the roller coaster. Right? About how something is a roller coaster while you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> so, like, go to Six Flags, bring your, bring your notebook and a yeah. pen. Get on. Raging Ball, my favorite roller coaster. <laughs> write a poem. <laughs> wow, right. It's going to be a disaster. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is like reminiscent of our interview with uh, Nate Irvin, where we just like could not stop laughing. I don't even know. I don't I even think, remember what was I going on. I think this is, this is the drawback of having people on that you really enjoy being around. Yes. <laughs> yes. You don't, you don't actually get to the questions. <laughs> Although, <laughs> we did send the questions to Caleb ahead of time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Is this my podcast now? I need to ask myself <laughs> the questions. No. Okay. Here we go. We're going. Okay, Amanda. We're doing this. Okay, I, just, I'm getting I was trying together. to say, I was trying to like I'm help sorry. segue, but then I started saying stuff about roller coasters. <laughs> you said literally for those of us <laughs> on a roller coaster, or well, I don't even know what you said. Okay, okay, moving. Question on. one: moving We forward. have to be serious, okay? Now my head hurts. Um, so Caleb, first question is: What drew you in to the Salvation Army? in the first place so like what was the hook for you what got you in the door um tell us well i'm a lifer i've been here i started here and i just never left um hmm. i think i'm uh i want to say like fourth or fifth generation on my dad's side i i've been in it for a long time my my dad's parents are officers um I got so yeah, I've just been here for a long time. Um, and I like laid a lot of roots down, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of the hook, but also like why in, in being raised in the army, it's hard to tell like what is something that is inherent to me and what was taught to me that I like whatever grabbed onto. I really enjoyed um the like the musical opportunities. I think that that like, Mm. I really flourished in a, in a musical setting, maybe not necessarily in the way that music was taught, but like I was provided a space where I was able to like interface with, with music and um, in a specifically worshipful context, which is like, not to say, I don't know, all every, here's a mini sermon. Every form of creation is, uh, is holy and an act of worship because you are uh, interfacing uh, with the creator God. Hmm. So even if you're making something naughty or satanic or whatever, you're still doing something inherently holy. Hmm. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know if they teach you that at Salvation Army. I also really like that the army is, is focused yes. on... Um, <laughs> uh is really focused on uh like caring for the marginalized i think that that is like Mm a huge hook it's um yeah i don't know it's like really powerful that we would 
and like countercultural and and Christ-like to look at the way um, like a capitalist society is structured and to be like, actually the most important people here are like the poor. Like these are Mm. the people who are like intentionally getting stomped down and pushed out to the margins. Like this is who we got to side with. And I think that that's really cool. And I'm like a thousand percent in on that. Yeah. So those are like, yeah, the music, the, the roots of just like always being here. Um, also like I was born into a family, like I said, that is like also has roots. Um, and is like, I was part of, uh, the OBT church growing up. So like that's its own brand of Salvation Army, the, the Norwich and OBT, like these like affluent white people, um, who like kind of got to, who like all, all have jobs either like that pay a lot or are making decisions in the Salvation Army for like setting what the culture is. Hmm. Um, and so like, I like really, um, I was, I like, uh, endeared myself to these people to, and myself being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I just was, it was really comfortable and like a, an easy place for me to be. Yeah. Which is not to say that that's everyone experience in the Salvation Army or to even say that that's like the real Salvation Army experience. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Curie. Some things. Some things. Do you want to ask the next question, Carrie? Amanda, Amanda's my coach. Amanda's my coach, my podcasting coach. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait, hold on. Because she doesn't even have the questions. Do you know what we're doing? I I have the questions, but as I've mentioned before, the ones I wrote down are just the rough draft. So I just have to look over here. Okay. So, you know, we heard about that hook that original draw that you're a lifer um but as of today or thinking about today do you feel there is a place for you in the salvation army and this is really you know it's not just like we're not looking for a yes or no but kind of like unpacking a little bit more about your own story Mm -hmm. yeah well good news because i don't have a yes or no answer for you perfect um Yeah, so I think I've always felt, um, like I said earlier, I've endeared myself to the people here. I like, I there's a certain level of like safety I feel in the Salvation Army, or I have felt in the past, uh, where like, um, people will give me a little bit of leeway to get to like get away with some stuff not that i'm not that i'm doing anything bad but like mm-hmm. um i don't know people like me and so i feel safe here and it's it's like it's good to feel safe in your church yeah um i recently came out as trans um i don't know i feel like but people oh, people are weird about that i like posts about it and people like will be like wow that's great and then 
I don't know, like feel it will also feel like they haven't seen it. I whatever. Um, yeah. Everyone's been really supportive uh, with that. Or if they haven't been supportive, they kept it to themselves, which is um, fine enough by me. Hmm. Um, and so like surprisingly, you'd, you'd think that like that would be the, the thing to get me to be like, oh, like my queerness would be the thing to start driving a wedge between me and the Salvation Army, but it really isn't. It's never been an incompatible thing to me. I think queer people are marginalized. I feel like it makes a lot of sense for the Salvation Army to engage with this community. Hmm. And so like, not just engage, but like be like uh, 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 infested with is not the right word, but like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be like made up of uh, queer people as well. It's mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that there's a contradiction there. Um, yeah, I don't know. The thing that like Reese, I've just been feeling discouraged with like leadership in the Salvation Army recently. Mm -hmm. With um, I'm sure has has anybody brought up the merge stuff, the project advanced? No, does that mean I have to explain this? Ugh. Uh, I mean, Wait, how? No, because we haven't. Let's see, we haven't talked about it yet. Okay, but maybe. No. Do you want, we could give a real quick rundown. Let's, yeah. Okay. So Project Advance, if anybody has not been reading The Central Connection. <laughs> um, it, oh my God. So I, I already oh. talked about like, um, <laughs> anyways, one, one of the things that I kept as I was like leaving my office at the croc was I did grab my copy of Central Connection, people. <laughs> I want you to know oh that I took because I want to study more about. So, you know, anyways, so Project Advance is the territory's response to changes like in our territory and trying to move forward, advance the mission through merging divisions, reconsidering how, um, like headquarters are run or maybe instituting metro area commands, things like that. Like that's my abbreviated version. And there is a process taking place to do that of thought and getting feedback and things like that. And it's being communicated in a couple of different ways. Central connection being one town hall meetings be another maybe some other ways, emails, gossip. Emails. The only way any information gets anywhere in the Salvation Army. <laughs> yes, that's the unofficial way. <laughs> oh, sometimes God. it's official. Official <laughs> gossip? Official gossip. Oh, gosh. Was that a good enough? Yeah, I think that's, that's a good, good enough I think that that is, that is the... That's like the, the party line way of explaining what's happening. That's the central like connection version. Yes, that is the central yeah. connection version. <laughs> I think in reality, um, there is just, oh my gosh, do I have to go back even further? I don't know. Leadership oh no. has never been transparent in the Salvation Army, and it's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. uh, Salvation Army loves a secret. Like I said earlier, the only like gossip is the main way to learn about what's happening in the Salvation Army. People love 
secrets because secrets have power. Uh, and you get to in this like the most hierarchical structure, like church structure outside of the Catholic church, maybe even including the Catholic church, just like you can, you can position yourself and gain more power and rise higher with the more information you have. And you can leverage that, uh, to your strength. Hmm. Um, it's happened for a really long time. They, there is some, there is, I don't know. And like, God, I don't know. Everything about leadership of the army is so crazy. And I feel like every time I think of one thing, it like leads to another, Mm -hmm. uh, the hierarchical structure of how, uh, decisions are made up top by people who are not connected to people at the bottom. And they just rain these bad decisions down on people and enforce their, their silly visions. Um, I was a part of a church that was recently involved in a, um, not, I guess recently, a couple of years ago, uh, there was a forced merge. They closed one core, uh, that was down the street from my core and they, it was a, a, a Spanish speaking core. So they took this core of not white people and they were like, we can close this place and move you in with the other core full of not white people, uh, well, a Korean church. And so we had a combination Salvation Army, Korean, Hispanic church. Um, I guess Spanish speaking, it's not technically Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. And they gave us uh, like, I think they told us in January and in July it happened. It was just like they, they took these two places and smashed them together. And they never really brought in the people. They 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 did talk to the officers, obviously, but like the actual people, one one of the sets of officers was retiring. So like it wasn't going to be their problem anymore. And not to say that they were just like, whatever, F you guys, we're just gonna right. like, like uh but they decisions were were made by people above them and enforced onto them and then they had to take their congregation to this new church where they knew it was going to be bad for everyone and so all the congregations suffered because of that um and then the people who made that decision at dhq got moved and so they will never they never got to see the fruits their the rotten fruits of their labor um and I don't know, there's just, there's no repercussions because again, a different thing about our, our power structure is that we just move leaders around all the time instead of letting anyone one be around long enough to like cultivate a culture that they're like intentional about and like have a vision for. And two, if anyone like does something bad, they get, they get scrambled around to move somewhere else and they'll never be held accountable for the bad thing that they did or the, yeah. And it's not even that I want people yeah. punished. I want people to learn and be better. And mm-hmm. there's never an opportunity for that if, with mm-hmm. the way the Salvation Army is currently structured. Um, I am so far in the weeds. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, so that's now three years later, that same thing is happening again, but on a, on a, on a territorial level. They're just slamming mm-hmm. two divisions into each other. Mm-hmm. And multiple, there's like multiple divisions is happening. Yeah. 
What's yeah. also also frustrating is that uh, people are like, hey, this is a huge thing. You should be transparent about it. And leadership has gone, oh, cool. We'll, uh, we'll be transparent about it. And they've adopted the language of transparency. And they keep talking about like, oh, we're communicating with our people. We're, we're hearing, we want feedback from you. Here's a survey. Here's a town hall. But what happens is they're set up in a way that they can just say whatever they want. There's no way to like press them on questions. Mm-hmm. And then the entire time they do their town hall, they're patting themselves on the back. They're literally saying, we're doing such a good job at being transparent. Oh, this never would have happened when I was uh, younger. And it's like, that. just because you're doing better than the worst thing possible doesn't mean it's good and that you deserve that mm-hmm. you're doing anything right. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Leadership is unaccountable. They make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And for you, you're kind of speaking on multiple levels, right? Like your your role within Salvation Army is like church member, employee, mm-hmm. lifer. Like there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. Sure. yeah, volunteer bands member. Yeah. That was a yeah. thing. Yeah. Wait, which which band? Oh, uh, well, the singing company. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No, I just, just <laughs> Amanda, Amanda never listened to the singing company. Singing hey, company who? Can we believe? You want to know, know something? I've never listened to the, the Holy Week album. What? what? Of the band. Not even, not even like one song. I listened to the song. I mean, I've listened to songs from it because I've had to play them, but I've never like listened to that album listen straight through. How can you call yourself a Christian? Oh, no. That's the real question, huh? Real question. <laughs> real question coming out of that comment. That, that's question God. number three. Um, oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> but I, I do think it, um, maybe like if we want to, because I, th- I think you're giving very clear, because because you're right. It's not a yes or no at this point, right? It's yeah. like there's also, si- got- there's signs about things like yeah yeah i got way off the actual question no i <laughs> well, mean i feel like that's part of it i started just talking about like what makes me what i'm upset about in the army mm-hmm. um yeah but i think uh. those are things like i think it it re- it does relate to your role like the multiple hats you wear within this mm-hmm. group and then what's happening kind of on this like big picture level so then do you want to revisit that question? Like, do you, do you feel there's a place for you in the Salvation Army? Well, I... here, yeah, let's, let's take another swing at this. We'll go okay. through another way. I think I've been feeling, so with keeping like the leadership structure in mind and how it is, mm-hmm. it interacts with me and with other individuals. I feel like the Salvation Army, the organization is uninterested in keeping people like me around. And that's not even to say like queer people, that's just to say young adults who aren't interested in upholding every rigid facet of how the Salvation Army is currently structured. Mm-hmm. Um, every time, every, I feel like a lot of the things that I'm doing, um, I have been told in one way or another, not necessarily outright, but like through the treatment of how like leadership has treated us that like 
don't know, like in the case of the singing company that like what we were doing there, the culture, whatever, the, the music we were writing isn't something that was valuable to this culture. Well, it feels, uh, and that's something that feels like central to what I was, what I don't know, I've been trying to do in this, in this church mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, others longer than me. I, yeah, I don't know. It also feels weird for me to be like the same company is my thing. Cause it's not, um, but I don't know. It's, uh, or like the way that, um, events have been getting canceled recently, um, because of a few loud people who are upset about something outside of their comfort zone happening. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just some snowflakes, you know? I do know. Ah! I do know. Wait, is it snowing? Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm talking about. Beautiful All... snow. I mean, winter. Oh my just... gosh, it's snowing right now. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, that's that's why that is what that. I was talking about. That, that is, is what why you I were said it. Right. I mean, you knew. I knew. Curious, confused. <laughs> keep up. Keep up. It's almost ten o'clock. Her time. She's not keeping up so good. Right. She's now. sleeping with her eyes open. <laughs> I'm not asleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally awake. I'm totally okay. okay. So I guess the answer is I do want to be. I want there to be a place for you in the Salvation Army, but I feel like I'm constantly being told there's not a place for you here. Yes. Unless you conform, which I am, I have never been interested in doing. Right. And you shouldn't have to. Like, no, I mean, obviously, that's an awful thing to I uh, know. require of conformity is like, oh, it's boring. It is. There's, there's no creativity in that. There's no spark. Yeah. When God made the world, he didn't make everything be the same. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. Yeah. The army, the army yeah. metaphor sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It started, it was kind of cooler. It was like this ironic thing. It was like commenting on the culture of the time, but now it's just like straight up. We're we're in we're at war. Come join our army. We're fighting. We're fighting Satan. What is that? That's so uncompelling. You're a soldier say, get in line. Yeah. It's this is a side note, but teaching. Like I'm doing uh, junior soldiers here, which that's a whole other thing. Um, but that that like language and military type stuff and army and fighting and all of that, it's it's very odd in um, the culture of my core and community. And it's hard for uh, my kids to understand that. And it it's it's has become kind of hard for me to explain it, which is a whole other um, maybe series, but um, yeah. So our, our fall season, we're trying to go light, so we might not address it there. But no, uh, this but... is going to have to be 2023. Um, <laughs> 2023. If we're still here, address. I don't know. If we're still here, I'm not sure at this point. Like, but if Jesus doesn't come back, yes, that's definitely what I meant. Um, just double check. <laughs> so this next question, next question. Um, so we hear what you're saying. Like it's a yes and no. So 
thinking about the yes, I guess, portion, what has helped you to feel like you belong? And I feel like you've kind of started talking about that, but um, yeah, what has helped you? And then the no side, if you want to talk about, um, well, no, you've answered that. So sorry. So what has helped you feel like you belong? I'll keep digging into it. Yeah. Keep digging. (laughs) You know, the question just go. go um, So I think what's keeping me here is that I've, I've, I've built these roots. I'm, I've like, I have a community of people around me. I feel like I have cultivated people who are of a similar mindset as me, who are like Mm -hmm. the Salvation Army has some good things at its core that are really cool. And that having a, uh, an organization of this size and with this like capability can do a lot of good in the world. And like in America specifically, I guess that's the context I, Mm -hmm. I'm living in, but like the army is uniquely positioned in a way to like do something really radical and cool. Um, and there's hope for that. And there was like, I guess not anymore, but that like leadership would hands the hand the baton down to the next generation and that we would uh, like be able to start making decisions for ourselves and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, start like being able to steer the ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I have all these people around me. And so even when leadership is doing something that's like, oh, whatever, this is not what I'm in about. We can still have a group of like the, like the people I go to church with who can like, I can surround myself with and be like, we're going to do this right. We're going to have like good teaching. Yeah. We're going to go out. We're going to help people. We're going to create art. That's like compelling and uh, speaks to the situations we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, and I love the, I love, I've been saying it's dumb. There's so much about this dumb culture that I love. I love dumb brass <laughs> bands. Yes. I think it's so crazy to have a bunch of people on stage playing brass music. That's it's nonsense. It's a really unique, fun experience. Yeah. I don't like the uniforms that they you can't win me over on them. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but like, I don't know. There's there are fun, weird things. I love like, I love that there's like home league stuff. And not to say this is all unique to the Salvation Army that you have like a woman's group in your church. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's a fun way. I love that. We know the, that I can say Hallmark closet and we all know what that means. Yes. Yep. There's like, I don't know, just like weird niches of this culture that I think are really beautiful and fun and, and like silly. And I'm, I'm glad I get to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I, I like want to be here, which is, I guess, really the real reason that I'm, I'm still around is that I, I deep down want this to work. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to start crying. So Kiri, you want to start <laughs> do something? <laughs> uh, Amanda's going to cry. <laughs> I thought about there was another episode where you had cried and I had made fun of you. And so I just want to mm-hmm. apologize at this point <laughs> for that. Cause I, for the last I, time for that previous occasion, I think where I was like, ah, I was like, ha ha because really crying is perfectly acceptable and is an important part of life. We all cry or, or 
hopefully we all have an opportunity to cry occasionally. Um, what was the last dumb thing that you cried at? The oh last thing gosh. you watched and you were like, I should not be crying at this, but this is really getting me. Like me? At all of us. Or Let's go around. Us. Okay. I'll all go right. first. Mine was I watched the uh the Olympics. Uh the skaters go do the <laughs> their daft punk routine. The the song <laughs> Contact at the beginning is this like there's a bunch of like arpeggios and it starts with this like really beautiful slow synth thing. Uh and it's like an astronaut looking at like a ufo and trying to describe it and it's uh for whatever reason the dancing and that song really hit me and i i yeah. cried at work at my desk watching <laughs> olympic figure skating to oh. disco uh disco electronica i'm gonna have to look that up yeah it's the daft punk figure skating routine at the olympics yeah like uh, if i type that into youtube i can find it Yes. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll look that up. Oh man. Does it have to be something stupid or just like I the mean, last you time could, I cried? You could say the last last time you cried. I will well, I'm actually I'm gonna I cry a lot, but the last time that I cried and I was trying really hard to not be seen crying was when I was watching the movie uh Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm spoiler alert there a character dies and I was trying to like keep all my emotions like way down because I was watching with other people but when that person died and this is the second time I saw the movie so I wasn't even like surprised okay that the person died (laughs) and I gasp cried I like yelped (laughs) when they died oh my gosh but I, I will attribute that to the fact that I was like trying to like keep myself really calm, but it just hurt so much when that character died. <laughs> it was like I got punched in the gut. Wow. You I cried didn't like actually... you were surprised again? You gasped? I gasped, <laughs> cried. Yeah. Oh, it just hurt geez. so bad that they died again. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Oh, it hurts every time, every time. Okay. (laughs) And I didn't really spoil it either because anybody could have died. Anyone could have died. Shang-Chi could have died. One of the rings could have died. (laughs) One of his 10 great uh, rings. I haven't seen that movie. (laughs) You haven't seen that movie? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since... I don't know. A long time. Like <laughs> since like Thor. Since <laughs> since Thor two, my favorite Marvel movie. I was like, it can't get better than this. <laughs> oh gosh, guys, I cry all the time. I can't really. I mean, yeah, same. It's the yeah. It's Holy Spirit stuff, and I cry. It's like beautiful, creative stuff cry but i also think that that's the holy spirit also so like it's like anyway so it's yeah i'm crying all the time the more estrogen i've taken the more i've like i was always a a little cry baby yeah um and i was i was (laughs) whenever i like contemplated going on hormone therapy i'd be like Mm -hmm. i can't imagine crying any more than i already do and then i 
I, I, I do. <laughs> I'm crying <laughs> all the time at the silliest things. Yeah. And it's great. I like, love it. I love that I'm becoming softer all the time. Oh, it feels so good to like, I don't know. Oh, have a soft heart and a soft body. Yeah. You have a soft heart. You do. Oh man. Okay. Before I start crying again, um, we're at our last question. I don't want to be at our last question. Um, so <laughs> man, this just is like, just going to keep going though. We're going to keep going. <laughs> we're gonna I, don't, I don't want to be here, but I'm going to keep going through it. <laughs> okay. Paul, do we want to do our first uh, two hour uh, episode? Is this what we're saying? Oh no. I'm so sorry. Listeners. <laughs> you're so sorry. <laughs> or you're welcome. Like that. I think that, yeah, Caleb and I, this is our first episode of our surprise yeah. um, podcast. I think it's going pretty well. <laughs> what? We're going to, so wait, can you s- s- start the recording interviews. again for our, our podcast starts now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, this needs to be an hour or two. So time at time. <laughs> Okay, well, hosts, am I supposed to go into the last question or no? Oh, yeah. If you want to, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, last question here. Where are you headed next? Where is God bringing you next? Or what is he doing in the season? Where is he leading you? However you want to take that. Um, I don't know. I think there's a, there has recently been a leadership change at my church. Um, there's an interim person in there right now, and we're kind of like in a holding pattern until we can hire a new full-time, uh, pastoral position. And I honestly think that it depends on, on like the leadership that we get. If it's someone, Mm. um, I mean, I don't need to get specific, but like, if it, if it's somebody who's like into, is like interested in like radically pursuing justice and deep biblical teaching, not just like surface level, mm-hmm. um, just like an easy, easy sermons, uh, someone who's just like really going for it and teaching us stuff. I'm all the way in. I want to like, I want to be fed. Um, I want to be challenged. I don't want to just go to church every Sunday because it's like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to want to go there. Uh, so, I mean, if, if that's, if we get a, if we hire someone great, um, I'm here, I'm at Mayfair. I'm, I'm sticking through. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, if there's, if we hire someone who's just interested in like staying in line and doing whatever leadership is telling them to do without like any sort of pushback or, uh, agency, uh, Mayfair might not be the place for me. Hey, you want to know a fun fact about the Salvation Army? Yes. If you had to guess, how many English-speaking ministries do you think there are on the north side of Chicago? Uh-oh. Well, are you including, north like, side? shelters? Uh, I'm talking about, like, a place you can go to church on a Sunday. Three, 
There's one. There's one English-speaking ministry on the north side of Chicago, and it's Mayfair's English ministry. English, yeah. Uh, well, there's, you know, there, there's only one core on the north side, and it's and it's Mayfair also. They've closed. They've slowly closed every core on the north side and merged them into another. And now there's only one left. And it'll be really sad to me to see the last English ministry in the Salvation Army get like, I don't know, just kind of like slowly forgotten about. Hmm. Um, so I'd have to find a new place to go. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at um, just doing my research, trying to find cool queer places, queer worship places. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. My the leaders who just left um, Mayfair what like properly gendered me, and uh, it was really nice. It was really really cool <laughs> to like come to church and be comfortable like that. Mm. Um. yeah and I don't think I love the Salvation Army I don't think they're going to hire a person who will do that who's like unless I don't know they're my friend mm. Um. and I think that yeah I want to I want to be comfortable at church on a Sunday Um. that I, I don't which is not to say like I want to go and be comforted or like I want to go and and like not be challenged um but I don't want to be like worrying about my identity when I walk into church mm-hmm. or like yeah. worrying about what other people are thinking about what my situation is mm-hmm. yeah. also if anyone knows any lesbian Christians Hit me up. <laughs> Let me make, I'm going to make it's, a note about that. It's hard to find them in the Salvation Army. Although I, I, I do know a few. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd like, I'd love to go somewhere where there's more people. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I need yeah. to figure it out. I want it to be the Salvation Army. Uh, but if it's not an option, it's not an option, you know? I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Stay tuned, everyone. This, we got Caleb and Caleb and Kiri's wacky hour <laughs> coming at <Stop> you next. It. <laughs> it, could, it, could just be, it could just be like skits. We could just do skits. Ooh, wow. Are you, have you written a skit before? No, you haven't, Carrie. Let's not pretend. You know I haven't. She could have written one not. at a camp. I don't even know. A camp counselor. You don't know. No, probably not. I mean, I thought I thought of a kernel of a skit, and I think I actually sent it to you once upon a time, Caleb. It was about the um Ooh, about really the familiar. nylons. The pantyhose. <laughs> Pant- the pantyhose. No, I, no I, I know what you meant when you, you said this? nylon. The, what was it? The nylon lobby I, at commissioner's conference. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Picture this commissioner's conference there. And they have like legs and pains or whatever. I don't know what the brands are. They have representatives from those companies and they're giving presentations to the commissioners about how trendy, how, wait, how on trend off black pantyhose are. <laughs> 2021 oh people 
<laughs> this is too much. <laughs> and also, and also, they have like, um, there's like cash payouts to the commissioners who support the who, continu- like- the 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 continued institution of these all these ladies across the United States having to wear off black pantyhose. So the commissioners have a nice chunk of change walking out of that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> They've approved yet again the uniform minute. Free <laughs> only for, off for black, ten more years. Only off black pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> with the uniform <laughs> oh my gosh here i think there's a really good idea for a skit in there we just got to refine it yeah at some someday we will all be able to laugh about it <laughs> i bet that bill booth might do it you should <laughs> you should talk with them someday we'll all be able to laugh about it right <laughs> now some oh. people are some people are not laughing. Some people are not <laughs> laughing. Oh, wow. It hit okay. a little too close to home, <laughs> Amanda. What? I haven't worn nylons probably for like two years. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this has been real fun, guys. Your podcast is quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kiri laugh for 30 minutes straight. Some people would love it and some people would hate it. I'm not sure. Viewers would describe it as unlistenable. <laughs> as unlistenable. Hey, oh my gosh. <laughs> some some reviewers would be like, I don't get it. Why are they laughing? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Caleb is the person in the world who thinks that Kiri is the funniest. Like, Caleb, you should just hang out with Kiri and just kind of follow her along and be her personal cheerleader and and like her confidence boosts so much when you're around. I love I love to be a hype person for someone who is like nichely funny. And that is Kiri. <laughs> An acquired oh. taste. <laughs> I get it. As as one acquired taste to another. <laughs> so to the one person who has continued to listen to this episode, um, Gail, how are you doing? Or do you, um, you think Brian would listen to this one? Okay, so Gail and Brian. So your your parents. Um, my mom has stopped listening. I guarantee you. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. My Jeez. dad's too busy listening to comedy bang bang. He doesn't have time. But this this was a really hilarious. I'll episode. tell him that we did uh we we pitched a skit. It's that's like comedy. <laughs> we the uh, the skit pitch is almost like a joke. <laughs> it's the step before a joke. Oh my gosh. We used to you have know, to write these things called sermon seeds. That the, 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 now I can do skit seeds. Skit <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, can, give me a sermon seed. What's that? What's a sermon seed? It would be like 
you like read scripture and then you're like oh yeah this would be a good sermon like you like write one sentence <laughs> oh it's just saying it's functionally <laughs> hearing something in conversation and going that'll preach <laughs> yeah but like you do it by yourself with the bible <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't you can't pull from somewhere else you know what? That's a good question. Uh, I forget who talked about sermon seeds in the class. God only speaks through the Bible. So that makes sense that you would only be able to. Doctrine one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You got it. Doctrine one. Oh. <laughs> I can't. That's that's going to be our fall season. Is, is everyone gets to come in and pitch a new doctrine? <gasps> no. Like- oh my gosh. <laughs> Lost control. Kiri, that's our had show. It. There's okay, been no show. show. Well, I was thinking more of like deconstructing the, the doctrines one by one. Oh, that's light. That light, just a light. <laughs> Are we still, is this still the episode? <laughs> Amanda is melting. <laughs> like... Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, you know, this is. Usually this is I'm really... at the end. Usually Amanda does like a, like a pep talk for the listeners so look, I'm all a, you all you listeners out there i, don't I just do want you to know you a pep talk. that if you've been on a roller coaster it's because you're a on a roller coaster drifting <laughs> past your window tweet about it comment <laughs> below comment below hashtag snowflakes blessed blood hashtag blessed with wait with, with Z's. Z's. With Z's. Z's, but also like, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Remember, we're supposed. Are we gonna pray for Caleb? Because I feel oh, like we're back right now. Silence or something like that. So, right. A this is what we've been. Moment. This is what we've been doing. So for everybody. We, yes, Not for just everyone. <laughs> actually it is just no so every episode at the end we have just had a few moments of silence so that our listeners and us um can just pray over our guest and i will do a pep talk kind of um but caleb i do want to thank you before we do um the moment of silence and prayer uh it's you know there's a lot of things like, I, I feel like when you were talking, of course, I, you know, your story is not exactly my story, but I feel like at this point, the, the question is like, okay, God, like what, I don't know where, where am I going? Am I going to be here in the salvation army? Am I not like what's going on? And a lot of these things, I feel like you spoke about what a lot of us have been thinking and experiencing and feeling and part of the reason that we wanted to do this episode and series or podcast really was to bring into a public forum the things that we talk about that mean something to us and it's not it's it doesn't come from a place of like negative like critical just I don't know like a, a place of hardness it comes from this soft place, right? Like you talked about that. And I think that's really beautiful because we love the Salvation Army and like what God is doing through the Salvation Army. Um, 
and this is a, this is a home and a community. And so we care. And so anyway, thank you for being honest and transparent. Um, we could all learn from you on that. So we'll take a moment of silence. Um, and then I will close that with an amen and we will, um, we'll end our episode. So let's pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, uh, Gail, for listening. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Caleb. Um, tune in to our next episode in which Kiri and Caleb have taken over the podcast. Um, we'll see you then. It's, it'll take a couple years, though, because we have to find another. We have to do another. To yeah, I have to start. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'll work on it. 2024. I'll, I'll do one with like Justin Rose or something. Okay. Yes. That would be a good one. Yeah. Want, Thanks for having it. me, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Caleb. See you all. Bye. Bye. I know these years have weighed me down. I know these years have put a strain on. I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in.